Well, welcome to what is our second last week in our series on prayer. Prayer is such an important aspect of our Christian life, and I just want to continue to encourage you to lean into God in prayer throughout your life, and especially in the time that we find ourselves. Prayer is so vitally important for for the Christian, for the, the believer in Jesus Christ, because Prayer is the work of all believers in Jesus Christ. This is the foundation of who and what we are. I just want to share with you again, and and we've been bringing this passage each week in front of you so that you know what prayer is about because it comes from Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. It says, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard our hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. This is such an important foundational piece of work for us that we actually need to understand that we will find peace when we come to God in prayer. It is foundational for us in our lives. If we're feeling turmoil, if we're feeling, you know, anxious about things, we need to come and we need to find that space in prayer. We start our day in prayer. We end our day in prayer. Prayer flows throughout all that we do. Prayer is central part of who we are as Christian, as believers. Now, I also want to share with you another, another passage that really pushes us and helps us understand what, what it means to pray in all situations, in all circumstances, and an encouragement for us about what our message on prayer is today. And it comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. And it says, always be joyful. And I love this, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Woohoo, exactly. Thanks, Kerry. I lo- I, it, it, it's such a funny thing being in this space preaching when, when we have, you know, only the team that is bringing the worship service to us um, in this space. Thanks, Kerry, for that encouragement because we need to be thankful in all circumstances. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. So we are going to be focusing on, on our prayer of thanksgiving. Today. We're going to be focusing on a prayer of thanksgiving. Now, prayer of thanksgiving can be, sometimes gets confused with prayer of adoration, but they're, they're actually distinctly different. Prayer of adoration is about praying and praising God for who God is, for the very nature of who God is. Our prayer of thanksgiving, we pray to God and thank God for what God has done and continues to do. So it's a thanksgiving of the action of God within the world action of God within our lives, and it's important prayer that we need to have in our lives. I want to ask you these questions before we kick in too far into our message today. You know, is thankfulness a part of your life? Or are you one of these people that find it difficult to be thankful? Do you find fault in everything that is around us, or do you give thanks for all of the circumstances that we're in? Do you give thanks in all situations. And I want to to phrase this. Do you give thanks in all situations? We don't give thanks for all, we don't give thanks for all situations. We give thanks in all situations. 
We're not giving thanks for the hard things in our lives, but we give thanks even when hard things happen. Do you pray with a thankful heart? Is your heart alive and, and, and coming up and growing and, and, and coming out of you in prayer? Is your thankfulness overflowing? Are your prayers thanking God? Or are our prayers just asking God for things? See, I, I want to I postulate this thing. I think our world has actually forgotten how the art of actually being thankful. Um, it's, it's really easy for us, and it's probably even easier for my generation. Um, I, I, I fit in the generation X, and so we tend to be really cynical. We tend to be really easy to find faults with things and problems and everything else like that. So I, I find it really, you know, that, that our world, it, it's so easy to be cynical. It's so easy to find fault. It's so easy to complain. It's so easy to throw shade into situations, to put people down, put things down, you know, I find myself, uh, you know, when, whenever I put the news on, I, I'm getting so frustrated with how the TV news is presenting um, because they're always looking for, for ways to find faults. They're always looking for ways to cause division and tension. They're always looking for ways to sensationalise things and not just reporting the information. They're trying to create the news and tension. And, I, you know, I find myself getting really angry because there's a situation that's happening in this space where we're not willing to, to be thankful in all of our circumstances. And the world has just started getting into the space of being cynical in places, of being pulling down and pulling apart. And if we let that flow onto us, if we let the worldly things hold us into this place where we are cynical, where we are, um, you know, negative about things, when we are finding it you know, as a space where we, we really can't be thankful, all we're, do, all we're doing is being negative. You know, if we let the world keep on telling us that's the way we've got to behave, then our prayer life is going to suffer because we're not going to be able to come and pray and give thanks to God. But see, the thing here is that we need to learn how to be thankful in all situations. As I said, we need to be thankful in all situations, no matter where we are. You know, in the moment we're we're in Sydney, we're in we're in um, lockdown, stay-at-home orders, um, and it's really difficult to be thankful in that situation. It's really difficult to be thankful in that situation. We're not thankful for the situation, but we're thankful to God because God still acts in our lives. God still acts in the world. Is still, you know, doing things within our world, within our lives within other people's lives. God has been working from the beginning of time, is working now, and will continue to work to the end of the time, and we give thanks because of that. And we need to realise that when we start looking at the prayers of thanksgiving, when we look at when, within the Bible, at, at individuals that gave thanks to God, they often gave thanks in the hard difficult situations. They often gave thanks when life was not straightforward, when life was tough, when, when decisions and, and circumstances around themselves were, were not going their way. They would give thanks to God in all of these spaces. I, I just want to share with you, and it's going to come from um, Daniel chapter 2, um, verse 23 to 23, and it's actually 
um, it's a prayer of thanksgiving that Daniel gives. And I just want to give you a little bit of background information for this. You see, Daniel, in the time in the Old Testament, and you can find this in the book of Daniel, um, he was, they were in exile, the Israelites were in exile, and Daniel was uh, an advisor to, to the king Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar was being uh, hounded by a dream that kept on reoccurring to him, and he didn't understand it, he couldn't comprehend it, and so he was asking his advisors, the magician, the astrologers, all those kind of people, what this, you know, I want you to tell me what the dream is and what it is about and what it means for me. And so he asked them and said, I need you to t- interpret this dream for me and I need you also to know the dream. I'm not going to tell you. And they said, how can we interpret this dream if you don't tell us? He said, if you don't do this, I will cut you into pieces and turn all your homes into rubble. And they, they, the, the advisors kept on saying, how can we interpret it unless you tell us, the king? And he said, I've made a decree that unless you can do this, I'm going to kill you all. And so basically made this decree. And Daniel was being one of the um, uh, advisors, wise people in those times. And he said, you know, I'm going to kill all of these wise people because they're not able to tell me about this dream that I'm having. Um, and so Daniel, in this situation is being, you know, there, there are people coming to him to find him, to kill him, and he seeks God to ask God to come and show him what is in this dream so he can talk to the king and interpret it. And this is the prayer that he prays. And I just start one verse before verse 20, verse 19. It says, during the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised God of heaven and said, Praise the name of God forever and ever, for he has all wisdom and power. He controls the course of world events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars. He reveals deep and mysterious things and knows what lies hidden in darkness, though he is surrounded by light. I thank and I praise you, God, of my ancestors, for you have given me wisdom and strength, and you have told me what we asked of you and revealed to us what the king demanded. So here he is. He's, he's praying in the midst of a threat of death. And what is he doing? He's giving thanks to God for the thing that God has done for him to reveal in the vision so that this calamity would not befall him and all the other wise people in the kingdom. We give thanks for God's intervention. We give thanks for what God is doing. And, and Daniel is doing that. You know, in, in the reading that Kimberly read to us just a, a little while ago from um, Luke's gospel, it, it's, it's the song that Mary sings or the prayer that Mary gives. And, and we can think of it as a prayer but sung out. And it's, we, we, we call it the Magnificent, but it's, 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 a, it's a prayer that Mary is saying in the midst of this uncertainty that is happening in her life, an unmarried woman who's pregnant, and what is life going to happen? What is going to be happening? God has promised this amazing thing. God has spoken into her life, and yet she is still uncertain and still aware about what's going on. There's the uncertainty of it all. You know, I know being, being a parent myself, I understand that space of uncertainty where the future holds and what's going to happen in the future. And yet she is able to give one of the greatest 
prayers about giving thanks for the circumstances, for the things of what God's provision in life is doing and what is going to flow into Jesus' life and what that means for the rest of us. Psalm 100 is a wonderful psalm because, and, and as I've said previously, psalms are great because they are, they are songs, they're prayers, they're, 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 they're moments that we can bring into our own life to allow us to really kind of express our feelings. Uh, and, and Psalm 100 gives us an ability to express our feelings of, of deep thankfulness to God. I love what Psalm 100 says. And, and if we could do one thing in our prayer life about being thankful, it would be to pray Psalm 100 into our lives, to use those words to pray for ourselves and the world around us. Let me just read to you and, and, and how it really brings us from our circumstances we are into a space of thankfulness and praise of God. And it says this. It says, shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God and he made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pastures. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Thanksgiving overflows in this psalm. Thanksgiving causes us to sing and praise God, shouting to the Lord our God how great God is. Thanksgiving flows throughout all of the Bible in all places. It's an important aspect of our Christian life. And I want to come back to that question I asked you earlier on. Are you thankful? Is thankfulness a part of who you are? Are your prayers full of thanksgiving to our Lord and our Maker? So let me ask you this question. How do we pray? How do we pray with thanksgiving? Now, there are four elements I just want to bring out and tease out for you about praying with thanksgiving. Uh, the first is this, is, is to actually remember what God has, has done for us. It, it, it's important that we actually know what is happening in the Bible, what God has done for us through the word found in the Bible, but through the actions that are happening for us in our lives. We need to understand what this is for us. We need to understand how God has been working throughout all of history. We need to know, understand how God has been working throughout the Bible and what has been happening. And so I want to encourage you to know the Bible really well, to know what is happening in here so that we can come with our prayers of thanksgiving and, and praise God for putting the stars in this place. Praise God for saving us through Jesus Christ. Praise God with thanksgiving for all establishing the early church and, and allowing the good news of Jesus Christ to go out into all of the world. We need to learn how to do that 
from the Bible, but we also need to learn how to do it within our own lives, of God working in our own lives. We need to open our eyes for where God is working in us. And so we need to remember how God has been faithful, how God has been working, and we give thanks for that. So when times are tough, when times are not easy and going the way we want, we remember what God has done. We remember what God has done in the past in the Bible and what God has done in our lives. We remember. And part of our praying and why I'm encouraging to pray and really coming to pray and praying aloud and praying with others that as a church we pray together, we are telling others about what God is doing in our life. So we are remembering and we are telling. As a church, as an individual, when we tell about what God has done through the Bible, what God has done through our lives, what God is continuing to do in the world, we are showing people what it means that we follow a God who's not just stuck in pages, that is not just stuck in time, that is not a fairy tale or myth, but is active and active in our lives, active in our world. We are showing the glory of God with, to the, all of those around us. As we pray, as we praise God, as we give thanks to God, that is what we are doing. We're remembering, we are telling others, we are showing. And, and, and when our lives are filled with thanksgiving, when our lives are centered in that thanksgiving, giving out, and realizing that God is there for us, that God has been working through us, that, that when our lives will show that, because our lives will be changed, thanksgiving will become a part of us. And the final thing, we remember, we tell, we show, and we offer ourselves. You'll notice that in the prayers that we've seen, there is an element of that prayer that we bring ourselves into it. We're not just giving thanks for God, but we're offering ourselves to God for his purpose. We're offering ourselves into praise. We're offering ourselves into service. We're offering ourselves into giving thanks and shouting aloud. We're offering us. It is not just words, it is actions that coming into reality as we become, you know, really adept at praying with thanksgiving. So when we actively seek to pray with thanksgiving in our life, it forces us to, to take the focus off our problems and put the focus upon God and what God has done and how we can rely upon God with all of our heart, with everything that we have. And when we make this a daily habit of praying with thanksgiving, it will actually change our perspective. You know, it's no matter the circumstances that define how we feel and what goes on in our lives, our prayers of thanksgiving define our perspective that God is there for us and will always be there for us and will be working through everything for God's purpose in our lives. Giving thanks to God will change your life. It will give you a deeper sense of peace and especially when we are feeling overwhelmed or facing a a time of difficult and pressure. It will always be there. So I want to ask you, are you thankful? Do you give thanks to God in prayer? Give thanks for what God has done, for the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ. So I just want to encourage you to come and pray with me now as I pray a prayer of thanksgiving. 
Now, I'm, I'm using a prayer that is called the Great Prayer of Thanksgiving. Now, if you're a part of church and you, you know what happens within church, there's a, there's a part of church which is the communion service or the Eucharist or the, the, the Lord's Supper. And part of that prayer is, part of that time, there is a prayer called the Great Prayer of Thanksgiving. And it's a prayer of giving thanks to God for what God has done through the world. Now, I'm going to take out the little sections that are parts where speak into directly into the communion service, but we're going to pray together. And I want to ask you to pray with me these words, the prayer of thanksgiving, the great prayer of thanksgiving. So let's just pray. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God because it is right to give thanks and praise. It is right that we should offer thanks, O God, because you have created us, you have sustained us and all things. And so we praise you with the faithful of every time and every place, joining with choirs and of angels and the whole creation in praise, saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We praise you, O God, that, your mer- that in your mercy you gave us your only Son, Jesus Christ, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. We give thanks for his humble birth, for his life and ministry of love, for his suffering and death on the cross, for his glorious resurrection and ascension, and for the promise that he will come again. Father, accept us as we offer and present ourselves, our souls and bodies to be a holy and living sacrifice. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be all honour and glory now and forever. Amen. Amen indeed. May we live a life that is marked with thanksgiving. May we live a life of prayer that is just enveloped in thanksgiving in our life, that we give thanks to God for all that he's done and continues to go. Amen.